Now on Racing HQ, the latest racing news with Chris Roots from the Sydney Morning Herald. What do they say when you walk into a racetrack? The first uh, jockey or trainer you see, you just have to back all day. Well, I'm going to follow Chris Roots when it comes to his betting account because I walk to the Magic Millions complex and the first person I see is the great man and he's got the laptop out and about. So tipping there'll be plenty of yarns in the nine papers over the coming days uh, from Mr C Roots. How are you, mate? Not bad, mate. How are you? I'm and um, welcome to the good. Gold Coast. I, I noticed you were taking partaking in this area last night when I was leaving. Yes. I don't know what time you would have got away, but it wasn't looking smart or at all. Geez, he's throwing me under the bus straight away. I was just sitting there with Nathan Dahl having a, a cold, refreshing uh, ale and, and just having a chat about his exciting horse, Rush Hour. We're going to chat with Nathan a little bit later on the program, but... Well, I'll give you up. I saw you putting. Uh, they've got a... Uh, Dali have got a, a, a golfing putting uh, sort of game you can play here. And I think you, if you, you can win a, a flight or something overseas. Mate, no wonder Munzers uh, loves playing with you. And, or, or Actually, I shouldn't say he loves playing with you. Thank God Munzers has been going good on the golf course because your putting was woeful. That was, uh, Mate, you're a professional, aren't you? You play every Monday. Well, we were trying a few things there. <laughs> uh, how, how have you been over the last couple of days? Obviously, um, that $2.6 million lot, which went through yesterday, um, an exciting filly. Yeah, there's nothing quite like a big sale at a, on, at a Magic Millions when the, um, the ring just goes quiet and um, you realise that everyone's yeah. focused on two, two or three people. And yesterday they were focused on Tony McAvoy, Gay Waterhouse and Yulong. And for about five minutes there... The, the hum of the ring turns to silence and the, all you hear is the chatter of the um, auctioneer and um, everyone's focused on the three people who were, who, who were bidding. And it was $2.6 which went to you long. Yep. Um, so obviously they buy more blood. Um, gee, they're just, every sale they continue to buy these big lots and obviously they've got a plan for the future because it'll, it'll take a few years for that to, to come into fruition. Yeah, well, first you've got a racing career and then... You're looking five or six years down the track before you see um, a breeding career start and it, it um, produce something for a sales ring. So with a horse like that, for $2.6 million, people say that's a lot of money. Well, if it goes and wins a million-dollar race, there's half of it back, and that's what they'd be hoping for, and then put it through into their bloodlines, and hopefully for your long, it'll keep them... Um, in business for next ten to fifteen years, like that's that's the that's the scope of these yielding these big yielding buys, especially Phillies Colts. It's more of a gamble because you can um, you have to win to become a stallion. A Philly, there's residual there. He certainly is. Uh, what about from Hunter's perspective, from the racing perspective? I know you've been the tune of Empire of Japan for many a week now, and uh, there's a sense of timing uh, with this. Uh, J Mac obviously he had a a good chance. I've seen a couple of the uh, the papers around, and he's chatted well uh, in a few of your stories over the last couple of weeks. He's oozing confidence about this bloke, isn't he? Yeah, and the thing, like I said to you, with um, factor, factor, as soon as he he's on, it shortens in the market and probably starts fading. Probably the most surprising thing is Russian conquest isn't for the um, guineas because it's got that fast response. Well, you know, <laughs> best form in Australia. Yeah, no, you're still waiting for that Everest call. I'll be, I'll be sniffing around later. Do, uh, hopefully we can pick something up. But in all seriousness, though, I mean, uh, good run there at uh, Gosford and the, uh, getting to the 14.25. And, and it's very interesting to see 
about how this track plays on Saturday. Well, that's going to dictate a lot of the races because um, draws become more important if it's up and in. And um, it was on last Saturday. There wasn't too many horses that made ground and come back from back in the field. But um, as we know from the Vesh preparing tracks in Sydney, he has a he sort of builds them up. So he he had um, usually had a really good surface for the first meeting, but it just gets better and more even for the second. So expecting it to be probably pay a little bit the the nature of the track um takes you makes you up and in a little bit but i think you'll be able to get home from back in the field come uh, magic millions time we're chatting with chris roost this morning from the city morning herald chris what about your article uh you did with uh, tony Gollan? this skirt the law i spoke with tony during the week and i said where does she stand up compared to other two-year-olds and he said she's there with the best of them uh, she's drawn well. She's won at the 1,200, and that's something as well that I think is uh, is interesting. You made that point in that interview. Yeah, that's the that's the big thing, isn't it? Because a lot of these horses haven't been to the 1,200 before. It's also been to the coast for a trial, so um, couldn't have done any more. I know it's only been beating for small fields in Brisbane, and, you know, the big guns from Sydney come up. He, he alluded to his little mate, Snowy, Snowy, Paul Snowden, that he has to beat him, and they're well in front of them, but... Um, more than win two races and Tony week, which was an interesting move because um, horses that run last week have a record in a magic millions but when it drew out end up we don't need to do that we'll just go straight to the, a little bit of a change in plans which is quite off its way to go but I think um, it's in the right realistically looking at them Empire has had the perfect Snowden preparation hasn't yeah, it? It's if you look at how they won Golden Slippers and before it's the the final run is not as big is, is just for the grand final and you don't necessarily have to it's about taking making a step to the next level and that's what um what he um, looked like it got back in a race dominated on ran the fastest last section so can't do that and the fact that james wants to stick with could have ridden any of them yeah it um confidence doesn't it the other one too uh, i saw you had a article a couple of days ago with lee friedman obviously he's himself here at the uh, the gold coast and he's got this soothsayer drawn the car park he's got to come from service paradise beach but uh you know he's he obviously made the decision lee to come back uh, to australia train here at the gold coast and um we see obviously michael and richard here so the fbi team and anthony as well so the whole fbi team they're not together but they're all around Yep. Um, and you know uh, it's great to see Lee back in town. Yeah, and he's um, he's 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 realistic about what it what what sort of stock he's got. This is a twenty thousand dollar horse. If it won a two million dollar race, well, exactly it's a massive, right. massive result for for him and um, Dream Thoroughbred. So um, not without a hope. Probably needed to draw in to have a hope, a better hope, a better chance because it is going to go forward. So it's going to have to do a bit of work early. Um, and I think there's a few that will go forward in that race. So um, it'll end up. If it can get to a point where it's um, challenging at the top of the straight, I think um, it won't be out of the right finish. And what about from a New South Wales perspective? I mean, we've got Magic Millions to go through this week, but next week it will be a big week. We spoke with Tommy Berry yesterday. Uh, of course, that inquiry will start next week, um, which obviously you've been covering uh, news-wise. And that was one thing I'll say about Tommy. Uh, it was good to talk to him as well, is that uh, it's, uh, it's going to be his... His mental, that time off he had over Christmas, he's in a good place and a good frame of mind. 
Yeah, and the, the thing with this inquiry is up until the time uh, we're allowed into, the, into an investigation or inquiry, which Racing New South Wales, you've got to remember that everything's done behind closed doors until they have this inquiry, inquiry phase of, the, of, of, the, of, of it. So we will actually get to know on Tuesday exactly what happened and exactly what, what the communications between him and the punter were what what Tommy's alleged to have done and there's a catch-all rule there that's um, bringing racing into disrepute that always is always on those charges so be interesting to see where it all falls I know Wayne Pasterfield I've spoken to him he's he's putting to work together the case and he's pretty hopeful of getting Tommy off but we'll we'll have to wait and see and hear what the stewards have got and see what the see what Tommy's got to say about it. Well, Chris, uh, enjoy today. What, um, there's a couple of good ho- lots and highlights today which are going around, which we're going to obviously uh, look at. I know Richard Haynes will have all that coverage on Sky Racing 2 and also on uh, the Sky Racing Active app. And look forward to your articles in the City Morning Herald, mate. No problems, mate. So.